to Universal After Dark, a Universal podcast that's not the same as all the others. Hi, and welcome to this week's Universal After Dark. I am your host, as usual, Amanda, and it's the three amigos today. So I am joined by Chris Ripley. Hello. And Luke's back. Hi, everyone. Yes, all those people that were messaging us like, oh, guys, we love Luke. Luke's back, so everyone can be happy now. Maybe. Depends on how much they like me this episode. Uh, I mean, you could drastically turn it around and they could hate you. Yeah, that's my goal. No, 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 I'm kidding. (laughs) That will never happen. But let's start with how we always start. What are we drinking, except the non-alcoholic version for Luke's yeah. underage? So, <laughs> I am today drinking regular, full-fat Budweiser. I'm going wild. Wow. Wow. Only because I went to go and get Bud Light, and I was like, yeah... I feel like I'm just being a little chunky monkey today and I'm having fun with everything. So I had a giant bag of Doritos, I've had a whole entire jar of salsa, and now I've got full, heavy Budweiser and some light Budweiser. Oh my gosh. Did you know Bush Gardens Tampa used to serve free Budweiser? You know SeaWorld used to? SeaWorld, yeah. I remember SeaWorld. Oh yeah, yeah, when they were were like the whole Bush company or whatever. But when I turned 21, they stopped doing it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. I was devastated. But Chris, what are you drinking? I am drinking a nice, tall, hot, frothy mug of Joffrey's coffee. Ah, that lovely taste of Joffrey's. You think they bought it? <laughs> yes. <I'm> so determined. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I feel like I was in a commercial. it's definitely not a bud light okay (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay luke what are you drinking a nice bottle of dasani water crazy i know wow you're so wild (laughs) you're talking wild and what's going on (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's actually tequila tequila. (laughs) oh my god imagine i'd be dead (laughs) I would actually die. But anyway, Chris Ripley, I feel like we haven't been on podcast together much recently. I know, I right? Like we are on podcast together. You infect us with your scare zone germs. <laughs> and then we end up in the same hey, boat that scare zone usually does. I with had, announcements. I had to give up scare zone to be here tonight. Oh, did you? Oh, wow. I, feel like I had to choose, Amanda. I had to choose. And you chose me. <laughs> can I can I tell you a really quick funny story about Scare Zone? Always. Right. Our buddy, Scotty Too Hotty, mm-hmm. world famous WWE champion, was out shopping today. This is today. Out I think he's got a new partner. He was out shopping anyway. I don't know who it was, but this young girl come running up to him and went, Scott, 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 Scott can I have your autograph? And he's like, yeah, sure. She's like, you're the guy from Scare Zone. I listen to you all the time. <laughs> she had no knowledge he was a wrestler. Oh, That's my it. gosh. <laughs> How'd she know what he looked like? He's on she just looked her up? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Duh. Jeez. <laughs> That's hilarious. I bet you were so fuming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
don't you know who I am, actually? <laughs> I bet he was almost as angry at the time that I almost beat him at Men in Black. And then he turned yeah. around on himself. But, oh. yeah, I feel like the last time that we recorded an episode and we were like, oh, yeah, we've just had a sore announcement for Halloween Horror Nights and we haven't had anything else. Literally hours after we posted the episode up, we got a gigantic Scare Zones reveal. Mm. And what did you think about them? To me, or... Both of you. Go on, you, you go, you go. Oh, okay, thank you. Um... Uh, I am so excited. Oh yeah, Trick or Treat. Oh my gosh, I'm super excited. I think I'm gonna rewatch that again tonight. Just I watched it when it was rumored, and it was. I mean, it was a, it was a really good movie. I liked it. So and then that scare zone already looks awesome. I know that's the one they have the most props in right now. Um, and the Purge, I'm excited to see come back because I only got to go see that I think once during 24 because I only went once to the event and that was a lot of fun. What else? I what this goes? love the Purge. I've heard so many people complaining about the Purge. Mm-hmm. No, I, yeah, I'm excited to see what they do. Yeah, I had a message, I think it was maybe this morning or last night from someone, and they're like, oh, yeah, I don't think people are too happy about it. And then, you know, there's another rumored house, and what if it's going to be inside that house? And I was like, well, honestly, if it's the house that is rumored, yeah. which is a Blumhouse house, and the Purge wasn't in it, I'd be pretty disappointed for it to <laughs> yeah. be because that's silly but mm-hmm. the purge works amazing as a scare zone so i am so excited the purge yeah. uh, the purge scare zone when we were in hollywood one time it was the scariest scare zone i've ever been through it was intense was it? yeah mm. it was intense it honest to god was like I being in the film it. yeah because i talked about this in the in the video that i posted a few days ago and i might have maybe spoken about it a little bit on the last episode but i feel like things like the purge work really well because they could be real yeah Mm. so that adds an extra level of scariness to it and i love the purge films and then you know there's talks of the purge tv show I don't know about that because I feel like because it's all just one kind of basic concept and I feel like if they did that they'd kind of run out run out of ideas fast. That's just my opinion. I don't know. Amanda and I interviewed the guy whose idea that was. Oh crap! Really? Oh wait, yeah, I remember that episode. (laughs) This is oh yeah because I was listening to in my car. And then I was talking back to nobody, (laughs) and that was my exact. I was like, how are they going to do that? With that plot. I mean, it would be interesting. I would definitely watch it, like Fear the Walking Dead. But then that got really boring. <laughs> well, yeah. I haven't seen Fear the Walking Dead. And honestly, I drift in and out of regular Walking Dead. But I can mm. still appreciate that Walking Dead's really, really good show. Yeah. In the same way that I don't think The Purge is the best film ever made. I don't think any of The Purge series are the best films ever made. But I think the idea of it is really cool. It, so does, I think well. it does seem like uh, TV is having a bit of a renaissance with the horror at the moment. Seems to be a lot of horror TV shows since Walking Dead now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's Did a loads coming up on Netflix. No. Oh, that was good. There's, I saw one advertised yesterday. There's like a, um, like a comedy horror. The guy from Parks and Rec and his um, girlfriend's son is the, is the devil's child or something. 
Oh, it's coming on, yeah, it's coming on Netflix next month, I think. Oh, okay. I that kind of like Ash vs Evil Dead too, because that was like a horror horror comedy TV show. And um, it looks like Chris Ripley. <laughs> what? Who's Campbell? They're like identical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's really dumb. One day I'm gonna put you both in a room, and then I'm gonna be like, guys, pick the Chris Ripley. <laughs> but, no, shoot yeah. him. <laughs> yeah. I'm really, 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 really excited about Trick or Treat. I have been so desperate to have this at Halloween Horror Nights for years. And I had that Sam head in the back of my car on my back car seat since April. (laughs) (laughs) I literally sat there on my birthday in April, paper mache in and paper mache in all day long. And I was like, I'm positive that's going to come. I'm positive that it's going to. So I'm going to make this costume and I'm going to be prepared. And the longer that I've waited, I've been looking at it every day when I'm driving to work. And I look in my little rear view mirror and I'm like, it's not happening, Sam. Not coming to the event this year. So you're the guy with the flute then, yeah? Yeah, that's me. That's me. <laughs> you know what? I, that's why I got so angry with him and I had to block him because he kept posting every day. And I was like, mate, if it was coming, now it's not going to come because you just absolutely harassing everyone about it <laughs> yes you know probably got so, fed up yeah <laughs> i'm so wound up i was like mate you're ruining everything <laughs> cut the spring and salmon in my car <laughs> but oh, i love trick-or-treat i think I, i've seen people the last few days saying that they don't really understand the film i think it's a film that you maybe need to watch twice it's mm-hmm. an anthology film so it doesn't follow a kind of a set structure it's kind of a little bit all over the place at first, but then once you kind of get to understand where it's going, it's a really, really good film. Well, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm going to watch it. I've, I've paid for it, so I'm, it's pending for me to watch. Hopefully this weekend <laughs> I'll see it. But the, the, the we had the Saw announcement, and then that night Universal went out and put a lot of their trick-or-treat um, props out in that area. So the next morning people were in the park and saw all these props. And they were taking photos. And I got so many emails from people saying, these are the props and sets from Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat's definitely coming. And then by, I think, about lunchtime or whatever it was, then Universal announced all the scare zones. But between the park opening and them announcing, I must have got at least a dozen emails and uh, photos of people saying, look, this is coming. So then we started writing this big article about how Trick or Treat has been confirmed. And then literally before we went to publish it, boom, Universal hits us with the reveal <laughs> of all the scare zones. Oh my gosh. They're yeah. monitoring your computer. Yeah, probably. <laughs> They're just going to wait. Yeah, probably. <laughs> the, the thing that could... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go on, Luke, it's fine. Oh, I was going to say, that there's this movie on Netflix called Tales of Halloween. I don't know, have you guys heard of it? No. It's, it's basically like a trick-or-treat movie, how there's a, a bunch of different stories all in just one big movie. And I watched that after I watched Trick or Treat, and now they're very, very similar. Like I forgot the whole uh, the whole storyline of Trick or Treat after watching this movie because they're just like so similar. So I don't know if anyone knows that movie, Tales of Halloween. But yeah, if you find it on Netflix, it's it was kind of good, pretty funny. It was kind of like a, another Trick or Treat movie. Yeah, I don't know really really know where I'm going with this. <laughs> mm, I'm not heard of that one. 
What? I did watch another anthology one and it was called, I think, Holidays or something like that. That was on Netflix. I spoke about it a while ago on here where I thought that it was going to be like Trick or Treat and it really wasn't. It was really rubbish. Oh, jeez. Have you seen VHS? I know that's another like different, uh, like a bunch of different stories all mashed into one. No, I haven't seen that. But That's a really good movie. It. Yeah, it is very, very creepy. Hmm. Okay, so the next scare zone that we had announced was Altars of Horror. This one sounds really, really interesting to me because this is going to be characters from the houses out in the scare zone. Hmm. So... The way that I described this was kind of like scare at the dining outside. Oh, so yeah. Usually, well, from memory anyway, Chris, you, you might remember better than I remember, but I don't ever remember them having a scare zone purely dedicated to all different characters from Houses of that year. Um, no, I don't think they've ever done this before. I think what this is particularly is a is a very good photo opportunity. Um, exactly. And, and I think if this works, and I'm fairly certain it, it will, I would imagine this will probably keep coming back. Yeah, I just feel like it should be in a different area of the park because it's the first scare zone as soon as you walk in where they had the chance scare zone last year and oh. so that gets really packed oh no mm-hmm. really is it there oh no yeah. yeah at first i thought it was in um the hollywood bit where they've had like the um the icon scare zone before and i thought it was there and so i was excited but then when i read more into it and i was like actually no it's where the chance was yeah I was like, oh god this is gonna be mayhem I mean, some nights when it gets like hyper busy, if it's like hell week and it's like a weekend, they they have been known just to just completely disband that scare zone just because of where it is. Yeah. Because it is, it's just in the most awkward position, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm especially nowhere oh, else to put it. Mm. Like it won't work anywhere else because once you go around the corner, that's where they're going to have the page bit in the new york area and that works really well there it's a nice big area does this what? spread into shrek alley i think it will okay well it's not too bad then so that's not you know that's not too bad but chance didn't no she didn't did she oh yeah because part of a uh, shrek alley was part of the krampus line mm-hmm I uh, think that's why yeah. they didn't do it. Yeah. Mm. It oh. sounds good. Like I'm imagining, like Jack Torrance and the Grady Twins, and all the cool original characters all being out on there. So in my head, it's amazing, but in my head, it's empty. Mm. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm unsure about this one, really. Yeah, especially if they have the American Horror Story where they did last year. Because that was obviously a busy house. So that area would be like super packed. Mm-hmm. And it just seemed like that area never had like a lull in crowd. It was just constant because you had people coming out of the houses. Then you had people entering the park. And then a little bit later you kind of had a weird mixture of people entering and leaving. 
Mm-hmm. And so it's just never, it's just never empty. Yeah. But I don't know, I'm excited to see it anyway. So the next one that we had, I'm probably the most excited for this one other than Trick or Treat, is Invasion. Oh, yeah, and yeah. I am super excited for that. Yeah, yeah. that's going to be in a San Francisco area where Dead Man's Wharf was last year. Mm-hmm. I think this is going to be proper cheesy. And I hope that I'm right. <laughs> but proper cheesy, like 70s and 80s aliens. Yes. A bit I like think that um, awesome. A bit like Mars, uh, what was it called? Mars um, Attacks. Mars Attacks, yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly like that. That's what I want, like proper cheesy costumes where you can see strings and stuff and a proper cheesy spaceship but then another part of me thinks that it's not going to be like that and it's going to be all high tech oh and yeah i can't decide which i'll prefer but i'm i'm proper into the cheesy aliens right now mm, <laughs> i think they'll go down that route i hope really they so. i hope they use because in the old disaster queue do you remember the tank with the alien arm in it yeah. Yeah. I want them to use that in the scare zone just because it's in the San Francisco zone. Scare zone. I think that'd be pretty that cool. Be so <laughs> that would be awesome. Okay, so then we have the Festival of the Deadliest. And at first, I didn't think that this was a scare zone. I thought they were just kind of calling all of the scare zones this. And they were saying, hey, these scare zones are going to be the festival of the deadliest but it's its own scare zone where's this one this one is going to be in the hollywood area but it's going to the main focus of it's going to be there but apparently it's going to spread out all around the park oh you'd think they'd have the sci-fi one in hollywood wouldn't you i know yeah that's what I got confused with that too. Those are the only two that I missed uh, that I got uh, flipped. That's why I was like, Invasion should have been in the Hollywood just because it looks more like uh, what they did with Van 55 last year. Mm. Like the more retro feel. Exactly. There's also some clowns, isn't there? There yeah. is a Roman horde of clowns. I really hope it's the clowns that were there a couple of years ago because they were so funny. Oh, I- yeah. Yeah, I bet I bet it will be either something like that or will be some a lot of the same people doing it. I really hope so. But this Festival of the Deadliest one, I'm kind of getting the impression that this is going to be what's going to carry the theme in of the website. Oh, so the way okay, sweet. And stuff, yeah. I'm kind yeah. of getting that vibe from it. And that's where you're. That's where you'll collect souls, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But I was really awesome. hoping, and I, I put it in my little video. I was really, really hoping that this did mean that we were going to have Lady Death as an icon. But did hmm. you hear the rumor about who the icon was supposed to be? Um, I've heard like a couple of different things. But which one? Well supposedly now don't you know hold on to your butts supposedly hold on butt yeah supposedly <laughs> the death eaters were meant to be the icon oh what and that's what the whole soul mm. collector thing was meant to be part of oh have mm. you guys had any emails directing you back to the website 
Well, what do you mean? So, in the beginning, you know, when we had to sign up to be a soul collector and blah, blah, mm-hmm. when you were signing up, it was like, you're going to get a thing to identify as a soul collector, and you've got all these hidden boxes, and we're going to keep inviting you back to the website periodically to reveal things mm-hmm. by email. And I, I went through all of my emails today just because I was I had a PayPal case against somebody, so I was trying to find that email. And I was like, actually, while I'm here, I'm going to see if I have ever received a Halloween Horror Nights email, and I haven't. Yeah, me neither. So all of these announcements that have been happening, I've never received an email saying, hey, Amanda, you might want to go and check the website. Hmm, that's odd, isn't it? I, I don't know. think I've had any either, really. Yeah, so I feel like all this Soul Collector thing came about and then nothing's actually come from it. So that, yeah. you know, that, that does line up with what you just said about the Death Eaters collecting souls and then not, not having it anymore. Yeah, well, that's that's the rumour. It didn't get signed off at the last minute or something, so... Hmm. Yeah, bit of a bummer. Well, I am really getting this vibe, though, with the Festival of Deadliest, and I've seen some of the artwork for some of the things that are going to be in the scare zone, and it's going to be all about blood and bones mm. and ancient tradition and super dark and... You'll be drawn like moths to a flame, it says. So I'm intrigued about this one because I just don't know what it is. Yes, what the heck? I did not hear that description before. I am like super interested in the scare zone now. <laughs> yeah, like honestly, at first, when I first heard it, first I thought Lady Death, and then I thought it was going to be a parade, like the Day of the Dead parade. Oh, yeah. And then I thought that it was kind of one name for all of the scare zones and then when I was actually reading into it I was like no I'm wrong I'm wrong about everything it's totally mm-hmm. different and then I saw the, the artwork and the artwork kind of reminded me of when they had the terror queen in 2005 I think it was oh she's like on the main front page isn't she sometimes most of the time mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and so it's all like dirty dirty bones and yeah that um i don't know maybe she might make an appearance she was cool as fuck (laughs) she was one of my favorite people at horror nights ever um but then we were told that academy of villains is coming back and everyone's so happy about that yes i think that's why bill and ted's is ending in my opinion do you yeah yeah because last year because uh, it was a standing show, I know a lot of people tried to like fight to get a better view, and I think that if uh, I know a lot more people who have been talking about Academy of Villains, and I'm like, if they're just keep on getting bigger and bigger, I know a lot of people are going to see them more, and they can't really keep them or keep uh, the audience in that little tiny area just standing around, you know. Mm, that's- that, that was just my thought. I feel like it was a good show. I wasn't expecting to like it as much as I did like it. Mm-hmm. And I know in the run-up to Horror Nights last year, Chris, when, you, when you'd when first... I think we found out live on the podcast, didn't we? Could have done, yeah. I'm I think sure so. that we did. And I was like, dancers, dancers are Halloween Horror Nights. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I saw them, it was, the first time I saw them was when we were on the RIP tour. 
and I was like, wow, there's so mm. much fire, and they're all being <laughs> crazy. I love it. And I think I watched it about seven or eight times. It was so cool. So I'm really glad that that, that they are coming back. Yeah. I think they're really cool. I mean, something like that. I mean, that. I mean, you could possibly, you know, get rid of the Blue Men group and stick them in there, couldn't you? Well, do you think the Blue Men group are going to go now? Well, probably not. But you mm. know, well, just didn't if you wanted they, to. Didn't they get bought by Sick? Yeah, they did, didn't they? That's true. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh yeah. And personally, oh. I've never been to see a Blue Man group. No, I've never seen that. That's not my thing either. Yeah. But I feel like the impression that I get is it's a not to disrespect me anyway because I think that they're really talented from what I've seen in in clips. But I get the impression that it's a kind of you see it one time. Yeah. Mm. Whereas with something like Lanuba at Disney Springs, you might maybe go and see it twice, maybe I don't know. Um, but whereas it's something like. Academy of Villains, they could change up the routine all the time. Mm. Yeah. Plus, they got a huge stage in there to work with. I think I've never been in there, but it looks pretty big from videos. I really <laughs> want to get someone on who is like a die-hard Blue Man Group fan. <laughs> I'm gonna. That, that's what I'm gonna do tonight. Is I'm gonna spend some time searching for a Blue Man Group fan. I'm gonna invite them onto the podcast because I'd yes. like to learn about it. Yeah, I've never seen it or, like, heard about it. I think everyone just still mourns that Nickelodeon Studios isn't there. Yeah. I know. I know. That's it. Maybe I'll wing it and go and see them this year. I don't know. <laughs> They're expensive. Really? Yeah. And I think, I'm not 100% sure, but I heard, like, $90 for a ticket. Oh, what? Yeah, that I, yeah, that's why I've never gone. But there's been times when I've been at Universal and I've been like, eh, I don't really know what to do tonight. I'm a little bit bored. I know I'll go and watch TNA wrestling, and that's free. Mhm. All you have to do is wait outside in the sun for a few hours, and then they let you in for free. So then I'm, uh, I'd rather do that than pay $90 to see Blue Man Group. Yeah, I know, because I've always heard expensive prices. I'm like, nope, I'm good. Uh, no. Well, anyways, I'm really excited about all of the announcements that we've had. And you know, you said about having possibly the Universal After Dark uh, curse. Uh huh. I've just got a message in that says to me that we might be lucky for another announcement very, very soon. Oh. Mm. Mm, possibly by if end of the week. Specifically, I'm going to be really angry with you. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing it they're looking at chris's computer right now right now <laughs> oh god well they've got to start announcing things pretty soon because there's what five more houses left mm-hmm. oh gosh really yep oh my god you're right <laughs> yeah and then we've got two three weeks three weeks Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Can I ask you a question? Because a few people have asked me this and I have literally no knowledge whatsoever. Do you think the legendary Truth House will be back this year? Mm, 
I honestly feel like it would be silly if they didn't have a legendary truth house. Because from what I remember, last year was the only one in recent years when there hasn't been there. And that's because they had the repository. Well, I- sorry, that's, that's what I was getting at, the repository. Oh, well, I don't think they did anything with Legendary Truth last year, so I feel like that surely is going to come back this year. But I was thinking this earlier because I watched a film recently called The Houses That October Built. Mm. And it's very, very scary. Uh, I do not like that ending. Oh, my gosh. Mate, (laughs) I was so scared the entire time. But Johnny Bronson from Born is like, just watch it, man, that it'll be fine. Oh. And I'm thinking the whole time, this is like real life. And I really get yeah. to see pieces like this. And I'm <laughs> yeah, no, that movie was super creepy. I'm like, that still scars me. <laughs> yeah. But now the second one's coming out. So earlier, I was watching oh, the trailer for the second one. And I was like, are they going to do another VR house this year? And if they did a VR house that was like this, I'd oh. be so scared. Oh. No, that, oh gosh, no, I can't. That ending, I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but I don't know. Which but that ending, oh gosh. The what? It's so bad. Honestly, I, I was watching it and I was like, oh, I, I can't get into this film. I just don't think that I like it. And I was like, mm-hmm. nope, Johnny Bronto said it's really good, so I'm going to carry on watching it and powering through. And after about 15, 20 minutes, I was like, oh my. God, I, yeah. I had to sleep with my light on in my bedroom. <laughs> I was too scared to go downstairs to go make a cup of tea because I couldn't go to sleep. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Oh, I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, but no, that movie was I feel cool. like if they, you know, put so much effort and so much money into doing the VR house last year, surely they wouldn't do that needlessly. And it's got to be for some reason. So I don't know whether maybe they'll bring it back in a similar way or they're going to do something bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I didn't get a chance to do that last year. I know it's kind of expensive, but I heard like only positive things from it. So I feel like they're definitely going to do that VR house again this year for the extra moolah. <laughs> yeah. I hope so, but Ash won't do anything like that. No? Oh, yeah. Now, like, we... Uh, well, she's, had a, she's always fighting the evil dead, isn't she? Uh, th- that is it. <laughs> she's too busy. She can't do anything. She's only got one hand. Her chainsaw is one. But she's just... She'll do certain things, but, like, that's just not her type of thing. So we found out about this other haunted thing that um, my friend Luke was... Um, he messaged me about it and asked me if I was interested in going. And I was like, oh, my God, that sounds terrifying. And, like, I'll cry. But, yeah, I'm down. And Ash was like, nah, <laughs> nah I'm not into it. But, and it's pretty far away, so I don't really want to go without her. But I just feel like she wouldn't really be into a VR thing. So I'll have to do it by myself. Yeah. <laughs> but that would be a fun experience. Yeah. <laughs> fun and maybe cry cry yeah but i feel like if they didn't bring it back it would be a little bit silly of them well the the thing is normally with these these big companies like uh you know who used to take like the epcot food and wine festival 
is it, it seems like every year they keep adding to it and adding to it and adding to it and it gets bigger and bigger and longer and longer. So for them to have this and then not have it, it would be a bit weird, but you know, they would have to tweak it, wouldn't they? Or do it differently, wouldn't they? Yeah, and that, that kind of does make me feel like if they are going to do it, maybe it will have more to do with Legendary Truth rather than being one that they just kind of do as an upcharge house. Like, they just do it on special occasions, special nights for Legendary Truth. Yeah. Would maybe make more sense. But then saying that, they were testing things for it in Legendary Tooth, Legendary Tooth, Legendary <laughs> Truth a few years ago. And that's what led to them doing the whole house of it. So I don't know. It'd be weird if they didn't, but I don't think it was as popular as what they thought it was going to be. Hmm. So undecided. But, yeah, I'm really excited about everything that's been announced so far. I'm really excited about the rumoured houses, um, the rumoured original sound cool. heard things about vampires. Mm. <laughs> Twilight. Uh, yeah. Sparkling ones. Not, not the sparkly kind of vampire. <laughs> yeah. More like the um like Brad Pitt in Into the Vampire Kind of Vampires. I've so, never heard of that. Movie. Listening. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you what was it called? Interview with the vampire. Nope. <laughs> oh my god, it. it's got Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise in it, and they're both vampires. I know who they are, but. <laughs> nope. I feel like such a grandma. For once, you're the one that feels old on this I know. podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, but Luke, you've obviously been in the parks for the last week. A couple of times. We <laughs> yeah. obviously cannot get to the parks until September. So, what's it looking like? It is looking like Horror Nights construction everywhere. <laughs> I, I know on uh, Twitter, I was just checking that. They have now flowers in the New York zone for the purge. Oh. Yeah, so because, you know, in the movie, they put out the flowers every night or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then Trick or Treat is all... It looks done to me. I don't know what else they have more to add, but like they have all the set pieces out too, which is kind of weird because I know, uh, like the past couple of years, they don't really have all the sets out until Horror Nights starts, um, like after the park closes. Then they put out the sets. So seeing like a lot of that stuff out was surprising to me. Um, mostly just lights everywhere. Like in the Hollywood scare zone, they have a bunch of lights. In the San Francisco, is a lot of lights, and then. They, you probably see on Twitter the drapes for altars of horror in the entrance of the park. And then more lights. Lights and lights and lights. Lights everywhere. <laughs> I feel like they're going to have to start bringing out this alien spaceship pretty soon. Yes. Have it crash in the water. Yeah, it's <laughs> going to have to be pretty soon because they had the Dead Man's Wharf ship out for about yeah. weeks before the event started. Maybe a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. So surely that's going to be out soon. Yes. I got to make a trip out there soon. Yes. Once once I know everything's out, then I want to go. <laughs> yes. But, I mean, could you see anything house construction-wise? Um, back behind Men in Black, they did have the where the Chance House was. They had 
the wooden facade going up. It's just plywood right now. But last year, um, they like they had the entrance to Chance's house, which was just a big wooden brick with the screen on it, and it was like the comics, of, or it was like the newspaper of all the crime that happened from the previous year. And now people are rumoring it to be the Blumhouse house, house of mm. horrors, house of Blumhouse. I don't know, but and because only because the facade that's up right now, um, is kind of like angled that it looks like the uh what's it called the symbol for like blumhouse so that's why I'm people are like oh, really maybe. excited about this one you know yeah if this is a we now have to briefly drop the podcast to have a few words from our sponsors His After Dark Podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Hi, this is Wendy Prater at Magical Journeys Travel, proud sponsor of the Dis After Dark podcast. How can you be prepared for your next Disney vacation? By booking with me. You don't want to be that guy that's stuck in the crowds, waiting in the four-hour Pandora lines, and being turned away at restaurants. Contact me at WPMagicJourneys.com. Tell me you heard this ad at Dis After Dark to get $25 off your deposit. Best of all, there's no charge for my services, so Hakuna Matata, because you will... And now, back to the show. Okay, sorry about that. We had a technical issue. We're back to Bloom House. So, I'm really excited about Bloom House because there's so many different things that they can do. Like paranormal activity, like the purge, like Sinister. Sinister is one of the scariest films in the entire world. And yes. then they could do things like the Town that Dreaded Sundown, which is one of my all-time favourites. But there's just so much they could do, and I feel like they would struggle to fit it all into one house. So... I was talking to one of my friends yesterday about the Krampus house and how the Krampus house towards the end had all of the snow globes that had previous houses inside of them as kind of like a little Easter egg. So I feel like the Blumhouse house could, Blumhouse house, could have (laughs) things like that in it. So even if it's not going to use a film on a big scale, it could maybe have little nods to it. So I think that this would... If it is true and it is going to be there, it could be a really interesting house. I would say lower your expectations. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Just because if this is, well, 
There's a lot of things going on in the background, shall we say. Oh, God damn. I know. <laughs> the problem is, is all these films have got different writers, different directors, different people own the rights to this. Oh, yeah. Then some people say, oh, those horror films are based on my actual life story. I'm going to sue you. You know, and then you get all these complications with legal and solicitors and lawyers. And, oh, it's hard work getting IPs to HHN now. Hard work. Well, I recently learned some advice from a new person that started to work for my business in real life. Not in my business that I own because I don't own it, but where I work. Um, and he's really high up. And his mantra recently is, seek forgiveness, not permission. And I'm like, Ooh. yeah, actually, I agree with it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good way of living your life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think you should just do that. My oh, grandma really? actually tells me that every time I see her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. YOLO. Yeah, it's be- or she's like, it's easier to say sorry than ask for permission or something like that. <laughs> exactly. I've never agreed with something so much. And but, every time I say it, I'm just like, yes, yes, that's right. Yeah. The and thing is, do it. That's how Bill and Ted always was. Yeah. Because yeah, they would exactly. get, they would seriously, before the internet, they would get letters. They would say, an executive's kid went out to this event and you're using our characters from, say, I don't know, The Matrix. How dare you? If this is true, this is a cease and desist. We're going to sue you. And then by the time they'd written back to it, the event was over. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. You know. That's it. You but can't that's... film in the houses anyway. So there's no evidence. There's no evidence. And there's what, what's this thing that they always say? Um, fair use. Yeah. Fair use. <laughs> so do you think maybe that's part of the reason that Bill and Ted's going? Yeah. I think, yeah. I think it's possibly run its course because we're in a different world now, which is sad and, and, and is a shame. But then also, physically next year, there's going to be a lot of construction. Also, there's this rumour of Harry Potter Phase 3. Um, so there, there is quite a lot of different things playing into it. Why they... I mean, they... I don't know why they still don't do a dual part next year, if there's so much construction. I honestly think that they should, because one of the best years that I've ever been to Halloween Horror Nights was the night that was the event that it was dual park. Yeah. That was one of the best times. It was a lot of walking, but not all of each park was open. Yeah, so that year, it was like half of Ireland's adventure, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, mm. so, you know, so that's not a bad idea. I would do that, because then if you did that, you could open up that big theatre behind the Marvel area and put mm. Bill and Ted in there, which is where they yeah. did before. Exactly, and it worked well in that theatre. It worked really well in there. Yeah, possibly better. So, yeah, exactly. I think it's a nicer theatre than what the Fear Factor Wild Wild West one is. But oh, do gosh. you think that Fear Factor is going to open again after Horror Nights? Nah. Or do you think that's it? No one cared about it. I can't see it coming <laughs> That's, like, exactly. I can't imagine 
that they would need to give a big a big announcement like hey guys fear factor's going to be open for the last time on blah 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 november because i just yeah. don't think they would attract anybody yeah no everywhere everywhere would be like okay <laughs> yeah well, fear factor was a tv show i just googled it it ran from 2001 to 2006 that's over 10 years ago and then yeah. it came back for a few episodes in 2011 and got cancelled again. So it's not a popular show and it's old. So and now I think it's back again. Again, again. I think I heard that somewhere. Yeah. Really. Yeah, you're right. It's yeah. Come back again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm like. What? It's coming a... back again. Yeah. Yeah, this year. You know what? Me and Ash play our own version of Fear Factor every year when we're on holiday, and we just make each other do the stupidest things. We're kind of like a crossover between Fear Factor and Jackass, but girls. You should film this. We should film it because it's much more entertaining than the Fear Factor show is. <laughs> I've oh, never yeah. seen it. You've never seen it? Nope. I, I tried to audition and he told me that I'm too small and then Luke just waltzes in all tall and young and they're like yeah I'll take you no problem I can't believe I won I can't believe I can't <laughs> believe that you went on it and I can't believe that no one filmed you I can't oh, believe yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah but didn't you say that they didn't have the entire the entire um, competition on? Yeah, so and uh, they have like three challenges for the people who sign up. And we only did the first and the third one. The second one, they said they were doing some maintenance on it. It's where they have one person on like this uh, kind of like on a suspension line. And they swing you around. And the person on the ground, or and that person that's swinging around has a bucket. And the person on the ground has to reach in a bucket of eels, grab a sandbag, and there's like a bunch of them down there, and it's between um, four people, so two on one side and two on the other, and whoever gets more beanbags in the bucket that's swinging wins. And then that's the one they didn't have working at the moment. So which which ones did you do then? For those so that I haven't did, seen Ripley. I did the uh, first one, which was you're suspended 40 feet up in the air on this plank, and they have a like almost like a fireman's pole bar up above you but it's um like kind of like a upside down v so you're meant to slip off of it and you're supposed to hold on to that as long as you can and that's like a lot of forearm strength and then you just gotta grip it as hard as you can because you are gonna slip but very slowly and then they start blowing like cold air on you so whoever oh, I'd lose. I hate yeah <laughs> so the first person who falls loses i only there was only three people um in the show including myself so i was only the first person who fell was out and then the next two just went straight on to the final the finale challenge which is the third challenge that i did with the other guy i forget his name but he, um the person who hangs on the bars the longest does get a three second head start and since i let go after the first guy fell because i was like i'll just wait for the first guy to fall and then i'm just gonna drop <laughs> So I did that, and then I didn't. I forgot about the advantage. So the other guy got the advantage, but he was kind enough to not use it. I was like, oh, oh gosh, yeah. So, and then the finale challenge is you start on the ground and you have to run over to this ladder, and you have to climb up the ladder. But then there's also three windowsills 
um, to the left and to the right of you that have a flag at the end of it. So you have to like climb on the windowsill, pull the flag off, and then um, get the other two as fast as you can while they're pouring a bunch of water on you. And you're getting sprayed at by people with water cannons from the audience. And they're like shooting rubber balls at you. Not rubber balls, uh, styrofoam balls. Like, you know the balls in um, the Curious George area? Oh, the jam yeah. balls. Yeah, those type of things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then once you got to the t- all the flags, you have to jump onto a fireman's pole, get a key attached to a flag, slide down, run over to a car, put the key in the ignition, the car goes 25 feet up and then tilts forward, and then they're pouring water down on you, and you have to get onto the hood, um, kick three flags off, get back into the car, get a rocket launcher, shoot a target, and then you win. <laughs> Amazing! Oh. <laughs> it's a I lot. Can't nobody filmed that. That would have been gold. Yeah, the only reason I didn't get anyone to film me was because I was there by myself, and they can't have team members recording it. I'm like, what if it's my phone? They're like, nope, sorry. I was like, crap. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm just putting my tripod here on this car. <laughs> yeah. No big deal. Yeah, I wish. Well, that sounds super cool. I'm so gutted that I've never been able to do it, and I never will be able to do it because goddamn just tiny wear some legs. That's what I need to do. I need to like stuff my shoes with tissue <laughs> and backhoe my hair really big. Yeah, and perfect. Weigh, like twenty five pounds, <laughs> and then I'll be good to go. <laughs> but yeah, I don't or, think that's really going to open again. Or just sit on Ash's shoulders and put a long coat on. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> that's amazing. I'd be like, wow, look at the super tall Amazon woman, and I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> I'm Wonder Woman. <laughs> that would be so funny. But, I mean, if it is going to be something Harry Potter, then what, are they just going to turn that whole entire side of the park into Harry Potter? They're going to get rid of Men in Black. <gasps> Don't no. say that. Don't say it. Oh you know what? so many rumours that it's going to go and I keep bringing Ash and I'm like, Ash, I'm so sorry, but I've heard the rumour again and I think that no. it's real. I'm going to petition. I know. <laughs> I know, exactly. Um, hopefully they'll they'll keep it and just give it a little bit of a clean up, maybe. I'll be honest, know. I haven't heard any rumours that Men in Black is going. <gasps> oh, thank God. Maybe <laughs> it's just people that just want to be horrible to be like, ha, Amanda, you're sucking, you'll never be good because it's going. <laughs> I get so many reports that Terminator and Shrek are next on the chopping blocks. Oh, yeah. hallelujah. They are the two. <laughs> I keep, I've keep. i had so many people write in and tell me they've seen stuff that says that they're planning to put The Walking Dead into Terminator and then they change their mind and they're going to do it and they don't. Um, and then I keep hearing they people... Do it. Well, we need to have a real-life Negan running out with his... With his Lucille outside. Oh, the, that the only thing that confuses me about The Walking Dead is is I feel like that show's coming to an end very soon since they're going on to their eighth season. So I don't know how long they're gonna go. I don't know if they're gonna do like a what's that supernatural thing and go up to like twelve seasons or whatever, however many they're on, or just do a nine season thing. Did you see there was a website? I can't remember which one it was. Now it was today. They wrote a blog about the different houses that are, that are coming that, that that are yet to be announced and that the ones that have been announced 
And one of the ones they said that was going to be announced was The Walking Dead. But mm-hmm. was that a mistake? Because yeah. like, I've not heard that. So I thought American Horror Story was like the substitute. <laughs> mm. I honestly would be happy with a Walking Dead house again. And everyone's going to be like, shut the fuck up, Amanda. <laughs> but honestly, as much as I'm not the biggest fan of the TV show, and, you know, things do get a bit repetitive if you see them every single year. When I watched the new season, well, I haven't even finished the new season, if I'm being honest. But the beginning of the new season, people were blown away by it. So if they if they were incorporating things like that, and maybe they were allowed to use the actual characters for once. Mm. Maybe they could have signed a super secret deal like, hey, AMC, we will do this one last time. This is it, final time now. But we're going to use the characters, okay. Spoiler alert, we may or may not have one of the actors of The Walking Dead on Scare Zone very soon. Oh, mm. Is it Megan? Uh, no. Oh, okay. okay. Is it Stephen Yoon? <laughs> Uh no. Oh. Is it the guy with the mullet? Yeah. Oh no way. No, it's not the mullet. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> it's like I don't know who any of them are anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I've watched it for ages. I haven't been caught but up yeah, on that. I wouldn't really be all that bothered if a Walking Dead house came back, but I can see it now. How crazy people would go. Oh yeah, it. hating it. Yeah. So, I feel like if that's the truth, they should really leave that until the very, very last, and just be like surprise, Walking Dead's back. <laughs> yeah. The, the thing is, is when you when you've got eight or nine slots to fill, I mean, people shouldn't moan if there's a Walking Dead house because you're getting eight or nine friggin' houses. Yeah. You know, some haunts, you know, other companies, you get the same houses every single year. Mm-hmm. And it may only be two or three or one or, you know, so. Yeah, that's like Hollow Scream in Tampa. They usually have only two houses new that are uh, two new houses every year. So that's why I'm like Halloween Horror Nights, different houses every year. Heck yeah. Yeah, exactly. exactly. How many houses altogether does Hollow Scream have then? I think seven. Oh, really? Yeah. And then usually their eighth one is kind of like a, uh, it's kind of like a repository where you go in by yourself or you could pay. They've had a house like this for the past, I don't know, seven years. At first it was like an alone house where it was like minotaur storage. You had to go walk through that alone. And then it ended up, it was like a 10 minute walk through, but by yourself. And then they upgraded it to a house called the experiment, which was you would write down like stuff you're afraid of. They, well, they, you wouldn't like write down stuff, but they would have stuff that most people are afraid of, like cockroaches, snakes. You had to walk in the dark. Yeah, that one. I'd, I've never gotten a chance to go in any of these just because it's a lot of extra money. It's like $70, $80 for a ticket just for one person. So, But yeah, so that's why when I heard about the repository, I was like, oh, dang. Like to see Hollow Scream do their house and then to have Horror Nights do their own version of it, of course it's going to be better, but, you know. <laughs> hmm. Okay, well, I think we'll move on from Halloween Horror Nights now, and I quickly just want to go over some 
universal guest relations, customer service type thing. So the first tiny little bit is that I've had confirmation that there is no, none at all, seven plus ET phone covers at all in the entire park. None. None have been created and they don't know when they're going to have them. So I had um, Mikey from Magic City Mayhem very kindly walk around the park yesterday trying to find me one because I had a bit of a meltdown in May when I got a new phone and I couldn't get an ET phone case to fit. <laughs> and I was real, I honestly was on the verge of tears in the shop and I had all of these universal team members <laughs> trying to source me this phone case and they're all coming back with standard iphone 7s and i'm like no guys please i need a 7 plus <laughs> and we couldn't get it so i tried to make my own one it because they have the little bits in the shops where you can make your own design but there was no et pictures on any of them so i thought it's been a while i'll check again so mikey kindly walked around the park trying to find them he couldn't find any and then i had a message from universal when i woke up this morning saying that really sorry but they they haven't made any of them and they don't know when they're going to have them but to keep my eye out for them so if anyone sees any in the parks in the next few months please let me know but <laughs> amanda knowing you won't you have an iphone 8 in a few months time <laughs> probably, probably what i like to do is time it perfectly so that my phone breaks when a new one comes out oh yeah <laughs> But I've only had this one for a few months, so I'm trying really hard to keep it because um, two Floridas in, in one year is expensive. So I'm trying mm. to keep it down. So I can make myself feel like I've got a new phone if I've got a nice new case. So, I mean, if Universal aren't making them right now, if anybody knows any stores that do sell, um, like, licensed ET ones, I had a little look on Amazon, I couldn't find any. Then, yeah, send them my way because I'm desperate for a new ET phone case. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know someone's like, gone. Oh, yeah. And then, um, like, you can always check, like, Amazon and eBay and stuff? Well, I checked on Amazon and then I found one on eBay. It was pretty rubbish. And then <laughs> someone tweeted me one that was on Redbubble, but it was a, um, like, a cartoon one that someone had drawn. And I just really want, um, I had one on my iPhone 6S. And it was just kind of the, the moon with E.T. and Elliot flying past it and then just like the E.T. logo on the bottom of it. Super simple, but I really, really liked it. So any anyone knows of a store that sells one like that, let me know so I can buy it. But that's the boring bit for those who don't like E.T. <laughs> the interesting universal guest relations bit was I'm sure that people saw craig's tweet that he posted from our universal after dark twitter today where he he tweeted directly to universal that um he hadn't had a very good time at volcano bay and he was really disappointed by it and so then he was having a conversation back and forth with universal they were straight on to his message trying to help as much as they could but basically what had happened was Craig had booked months ago, months and months ago, as soon as Volcano Bay released them, Craig booked one of the expensive cabanas at Volcano Bay, which was about $300, $300 I think it was, maybe for the day. It was pretty expensive. 
so he booked that and he was really looking forward to spending the day at Volcano Bay and when they got there they just couldn't get Tapu Tapu to work for them so Craig's in a party of eight people so it's not the best when something like that isn't working so they couldn't get it to work very well and they only ended up experiencing three or four different attractions at Volcano Bay and they were there until about nine o'clock at night. Oh my gosh. I know. So I think it was maybe a mixture of crowd levels, but I'm going to defend Volcano Bay a little bit here in that they haven't been open for the longest time, been open since May. Mm -hmm. I think maybe they're still trying to find the right max crowd level, maybe. Oh, yeah, so, like, testing it out. Yeah, like, I could could be totally, totally wrong here, Mm -hmm. but maybe they're just still trying to figure that out. Yeah. Because there's an awful lot of slides there, rides, and things to do, so it does surprise me that I would ever feel that busy with so much there. But then that kind of tells me that maybe you're having more people than you should maybe have. Mm-hmm. so he didn't have a very good experience with that he did have a good experience with his cabana but then on top of that he'd he had a three park three day universal ticket and he wanted to upgrade it to an annual pass because he's going back in september so he spoke to the guys at the hard rock who were super helpful with him and said yeah it'll just be about i think it was five five or ten dollars to upgrade but then when he went to actually do it the team member was confused about that I think or there was some crossed wires and so Craig ended up paying 200 and something dollars full price for an annual pass so he explained this to Universal today and Universal were so so helpful Incredible! Like this was the best customer service that I have ever seen. They were fantastic. They were on it straight away, investigating what had gone wrong, where it has gone wrong, how this happened, how that happened, and they have made Craig happy again. They fixed his problems. They fixed his issue with the annual pass, and they have compensated him for his lack of being able to experience things at Volcano Bay, basically. But Craig's really happy with the outcome. And honestly, I can't imagine receiving this level of high-quality service at any other theme park. If you were to take your issue to any other kind of guest relations, I don't think they'd give you this kind of treatment. Yeah, no. I've never, like, I've never experienced that at any other theme park. Anything... Like, cause that's that's like insane to think that Universal did. I'm like, good job, Universal. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, they have gone above and beyond to help him and to make sure that he's happy. You know, when when we fly over from the UK, I know that it's expensive for locals and who live in America to visit, but for us to fly over from the UK, it's very, very, very expensive. And I think that Universal understands that and they do value UK guests. And, 
you know, everyone goes to a theme park and kind of expects that they're going to wait around. Nobody goes into a theme park thinking, I'm going to do absolutely every single thing today in this new theme park because it's not going to happen. But at the same time, you don't really expect to experience four attractions. And there's maybe about 20 or 30 in Volcano Bay. There's there's so much to do there. So yeah. to come away with just, just four things. And I think he's had a, a few issues with um, the Aqua Coaster. And him going down, send him losing his tappy tappy, and then as soon as he lost it, the ride would come back up again. And so he was just having issue after issue after issue. And I think it just spiraled from there, really. But Universal did really look after him and fix the problems. I can't believe they overcharged him by so much in the first place. Honestly, I think I think you get this kind of thing in a lot of places where you know you might go into one store and one store will say yeah that's no problem like I can maybe return this for you I can do this for you and then you might not be able to do it right there and there so you go back the next day and you see somebody different and they're like no I don't know what you're talking about I think it was maybe a case of that happening Mm. so but basically instead of just charging them for the upgrade for the ticket they it's charged them the entire price of the annual pass, which, you know, that could just be a human error. But the fact that they have given him that back, I think that's great. I think in a lot of other places, you maybe would have gotten a voucher. But yeah. Like a small voucher, like maybe a $20 gift voucher or something like that, or an apology. But Universal really, really went above. And two free fast passes sent automatically to your magic bands that doesn't include the Seven Dwarfs Mine Coast. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we may have had them before. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. I've had plenty of those at Disney. but I mean, yeah, they they could have just given him something small, but they they really have gone above and above. And I, really, I don't want to tell the entire story because I do want Craig to tell us it all in detail when he comes on. But I just wanted to give Universal a shout out and say, you know, well done because that that was really really great service. Yeah, yeah. I got to say, on the whole, they are pretty good over there. Yeah, that, I've never heard any kind of negative feedback about Universal Relations ever. Yeah. Even when, you know, Craig's Craig sold a story a few times on the podcast where he he broke his shorts on his way into years <laughs> ago. <laughs> and, you know, he needed to, to exit the park and go back into the park. And he was waiting in a long line. Let him, they let him out. They gave him a voucher to buy some new shorts, even though it was absolutely nothing to do with them. They, you know, they went above and beyond again. They, they got him some <laughs> new shorts. <laughs> <laughs> but they do go the extra mile. I've, I've never, ever had a bad experience with anybody that works at Universal. And people talk a lot about Disney service. But I think Universal Service is just as good, if not better. 
Yeah, customer service is universal. <laughs> exactly, Luke. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I do. I do want Craig to come around and tell the whole story because they 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 did do a little bit more for him too. But yeah, I want I want Craig to tell the rest of that because he'll be he'll be really excited to tell the story. Um, but I want to know if you guys have had any any dealings with Universal Guest Relations ever. Well, us two. Mm-hmm. I've had a few bits and pieces. One thing I, I used to do, and I, I still do it from time to time, is I forget my damn pass. So I'll leave, I'll leave it in the hotel or the villa or wherever we're staying. And um, it, depending on where you've bought your pass, if you're from the UK, if you bought it in England from the English Universal, it is a real pain in the butt to try and find your pass. Whereas if you, like, for example, you've bought your frequent fear pass straight from Universal and it's posted to you in the UK or, you know, or you're an American and you bought it in America, um, literally they just swipe your credit card and print you a new one, don't they? So, yeah. But no, I haven't really had anything to moan about. But any time I've had any dealings with them over stuff like that, they've always been really good. So, Yeah. I've never had anything that's like stood out, but usually whenever I'm in those lines in front of the park, like the guest services lines, um, customers are always so just, they are just so rude. Every time I'm in the line, there's always people just complaining and the customer service employees there, they are just always so nice whenever I get up to a window. So like me, myself, I would get mad at these people, but these, I don't know, they're just always so nice and never uh, a pain to deal with exactly i've never really had anything to complain about at universal um from memory but you know at disney you get things like little magical moments i've had quite a few of those at universal so there was one time when i was with my boyfriend i think i think it was him it might have been ash but i'm pretty sure that it was him um, and we were waiting to get Dippin' Dots, and I hate Dippin' Dots. I can't stand them. <laughs> so I was being moody in the queue, and it was just outside of Spider-Man, and Spider-Man was closed. It had gone down, and some guy in a, um Incredible Hulk, like in his little grey uniforms that they wear on the ride, walked all the way over from the Hulk to me, and he was like, hey, why, why are you being all sad? Is it because of Spider-Man? And I was just kind of looking at him like, uh, no. <laughs> and he was like tell me anything at all in the park that you want to ride and I'm going to take you to the front of the queue and I was like mm, I don't know like Harry Potter or the Hulk I guess and so then he took me to the Hulk took me up the elevator to the front and was like pick anywhere that you want to sit and I was like um the front I guess sat me on the front and then took me to Harry Potter what? journey. walked me right across the park walked me right through the castle and took me right on to that. And I was like, what? All this because I was sad about Dippin' Dots. Uh, that's awesome. What the I heck? know. And I was like, why? Why is this happening? But then <laughs> in contrast to that one time I was in Animal Kingdom in Disney. And I was in, I think it was Tosca House maybe. And you know, you know that I'm dead picky with food. But I was like, I'm just going to get like a, a croissant or something like and they're like hey we're gonna give you this magical moment so we're gonna take you to the special room 
and just wait here. So I sat in this room away from everybody else. And it was just me and Ash and our boyfriends. And then they come out with real cutlery. So no no plastic forks and knives, no plastic plates, real plates and real cutlery. And I was sitting there like, Mickey Mouse is going to come out in a minute and Donald <laughs> going to come out. We can get all these pictures. And the only thing magical about it was the cutlery. That was it. <laughs> it's, they just gave me real cutlery. <laughs> I was like, this is not a magical moment. I could do this at home. <laughs> yeah, what the heck? It was honestly, I felt like I was being punked. <laughs> yeah. And I was just kept turning around, like, waiting for my magical moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she did come Man. out with a cake as I was leaving, and I was like, friggin' that it, cutlery. And she gave me a cake, but it was like a really crap cake. Like oh, a, it wasn't like even a, like a full cake? No, it was like just a, like a really crap rubbish Oh. worst kind of cake I don't even remember what kind of cake it was but I remember like I didn't want to throw it away because I felt bad throwing it away I think I made Ash eat it and she <laughs> make it but like yeah Universal's rather good at their magical moment we yeah. do you know funny story the first time we ever went to Islands of Adventure so this would have been 99 2000 something like that oh. we went into that Dudley Do-Rights ride and it was a really hot day and we got so far and the queue was quite long and we decided, ah, you know, it's too long, let's go do something else. So we turned around and walked out and as we walked out, there was a guy, what they call them, custodians, you know, cleaners. Mm-hmm. And he stopped and said, where are you going? And he said, well, the queue's too long. It's, you know, it's, no, 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 you have to try this attraction. It's amazing. So he grabbed us and he took, and he took us and put us straight at the front of the queue. <laughs> Hi. Oh yeah, I just remembered it as you were saying about it. It's crazy, isn't it? That like little things like that, like they they make your day. Like I felt I was buzzing when when he took because the the Incredible Hulk at the time was like a two hour wait. Oh yeah, and I was walking past everyone waving like hass again. <laughs> yeah, you can feel the glares. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, haha, and I didn't even have to eat any dip and dog. <laughs> but yeah little things like that I think really they do make your day and then obviously what's happened with Craig just reinforces everyone's kind of love of Universal yeah can't but, beat it exactly but yeah I want him to come on in and tell the whole entire story and he is going to he's away for maybe another week I want to say or he comes back towards the end of this week. Um, so I think he maybe will be on the next episode. And he's going to give us a full trip report. He'll be on Diz After Dark giving us a full trip report of his Disney dealings. And if you are one of our Patreon supporters, then there's going to be some exclusive audio from the parks coming to you. But is there anything that you guys want to bring up really quick before we leave? No. Mm, think so. Any any breaking news? Uh, mm. Only that a couple of people have messaged me that saying that they reckon there's an announcement this week. I hope it's tomorrow because I'm off work tomorrow and that gives me time to be in a costume. Ooh. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh huh. Um. Okay. So. 
Luke's had some videos come out this week, so go and watch them because oh, they're all real. Yeah. Nah, they're not uh, that great. You can laugh at me all you want. They're, they're really <laughs> funny, and if you want to, you can go on Snapchat and put cute Snapchat filters over Luke's face while you watch some stuff that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and make him a pretty little princess. Oh, but yeah, yeah I. Yeah. <laughs> I released a, a video this week um, about the scare zones. Pretty much what we just talked about in here. Um, but you can look at my, my face while I talk about it instead. And we have a Days After Dark that came out this week too. So go and check all that stuff out. Plus, if you haven't already, go and buy Chris's book on Amazon. Because we've got three weeks left till Halloween Horror Night. And you can cram all that knowledge into your brain before <laughs> the event starts. So we'll post links out to that too. Ooh, so, one thing. Oh, Can I yeah. say one thing? Okay, this is totally off topic. But as you know, my hair is like crazy long, right? Yes. I am coming up on a full year of growing it without cutting it. That was my goal. It's this 22nd, uh, uh, September 22nd. What should I do to my hair? <laughs> I've, I already voted for this. So I said keep it. Grow it keep long. it long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get that Def Leppard hairband. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put it in braids in September. I'll put some. Oh my gosh! <laughs> All right. Yes. Yeah. I just have. Um, I just have to get people's opinions because I can't make up my own mind. Okay. Everyone, <laughs> comment on our Twitter to say what Luke should do: uh, grow it, yes, cut it, or shave it all completely off with a razor like yeah. Stone Steve Austin. Oh. On that yes. note, goodbye. We'll see you next week. Bye. See ya. What? <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If you would like to support Diz After Dark and the other After Dark Network podcasts, please visit our website at www.patreon.com forward slash Diz After Dark. That's P A T R E O N.com forward slash Diz After Dark. Thank you. Dark Podcast Network. Oh.